Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year and welcome to 2018. You are shouting. Am I? Yeah. I'm not shouting. It's because he feels like he's far away from the mic. I do. The mic is so far away right now. Um, I am Derek, one of the regular hosts of Screen Heroes. I have my other wonderful, lovely, regular hosts, Ryan Hello. and Ray. Hello. Ray is all bundled up. That's because it's zero degrees down here. It's not zero degrees. It's at least three. Okay. <laughs> I can't see my breath, so... Alright, well, I'm, I've am i been cold all day. I, at my office, I sit right next to a window, and it's kept at a brisk, like, 50 degrees in the office, so I'm pretty cold all day long, so... Fair enough, fair enough. Well, we are back, and it's, uh, it's a new year. Yep. We took uh, some time off. We took a week off. We did. How was your holidays, guys? I was sick. I'm still a little sick. My voice probably sounds a little off. Okay. How was your holiday, Ryan? It sounds Ryan? sultry. I like it. <laughs> hey, <baby. laughs> uh, good. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't really do anything super special. Family stuff. And uh, I spent New Year's with you guys for That's until true. I got to my old man time and had to go home. That's... Your old man. You had to work. It's fine. Uh, so John from Gamer Heroes, Ian from Cost of Couture, and John's wife, Hillary... Uh, they just stuck around until midnight, and literally at like twelve oh two, they left. Yeah, so. no, it wasn't that fast. We were playing. We played some Munchkin. Yeah, and when Munchkin was over, people left. Everybody was like, "And eh, we're done." I'm kind of sad I missed that because I love Munchkin. It's one of my favorite games. It was a good game. Uh, Hillary, who's never played before, won. Yeah, she came I, out of nowhere. Too, I was winning, it. and then Ray, John, and Ian teamed up, up and made me lose. Yeah, yeah. so uh, that's the only way to beat me in a board game. By the way, is to have you know sixty percent of the teams team up against me. I'll say the only time I've ever won Munchkin in my life was against you guys. So. That's awesome. true. It was also the first time I played. I think. But the second time, I think we played one game before. Yeah, because Steam- I won the first yeah. game. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. The steampunk pack is great, by the way. Yeah. Like, it got some really cool stuff. We're not sponsored by these guys. <laughs> by the way. No, like, no, we just have fun playing. We like, we're hoping they'll games. send us some free expansions for doing this. But Ooh. of course, uh, so Ray got me the uh, the space, the sci-fi space expansion, uh, I Star did, Munchkin. Yeah, and I couldn't find it for the life of me to add it to the new because it was brand new. I hadn't added it to the decks yet, and of course. As I'm going to bed that night, you I finally found it. So <laughs> we'll have to play with that one. Yeah, it'll be fun. But uh, but yeah, so we are going to be talking about our 2017 predictions to see how accurate we were. Just a quick wrap up. Yeah, a, real a quick. review. Yeah, and then we're going to give our 2018 predictions. Yes. For this brand new year that we're only two, two days into. Yes. All right. So where do you want to start us off? Okay, so. We talked about the highest grossing movie of the year being The Last Jedi. Um, I'm not sure if that was the case, if it was or not. So this is where it gets kind of sketchy. It was if you count New Year's Day. Interesting. Okay. If you don't count New Year's Day. Then what else was it? Then it was um, 
Beauty and the Beast. Oh, geez. I think. I never would have thought that. I think that. it's fair to assume Star Wars. Is, I mean, because Beauty and the Beast had how many, you know, weeks to get that? Star Wars didn't have that many. So. Um, I mean, Star Wars did get beat by Jumanji this past weekend. If, if It's you last include. weekend, yeah. But I'm talking about yeah. it's overall, because I'm sure we're talking about the overall numbers. We are. We're talking about the overall numbers. And and Last Jedi only got, what, three weeks? It did. Or two weeks run in December? Three. Three? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I got I got a three week a three week run. I mean, it's still in theaters. So in well, right. in 2017, it only got three weeks, whereas the other movies we're comparing it to got a full run. Yeah. So either way, all three of us said that the film we were most anticipating was Wonder Woman, and uh, Ryan actually made the comment that it was going to be a slow burn, that the fans would go first, and if it was good, more people would join in, and that was exactly what happened. I get, I get one right every now and then. Wait, what? Say it again? That uh, he said that Wonder Woman was going to be a slow burn. That oh. fans would go immediately, and um, if it was good, other people would follow suit. And that was exactly what happened. It had a really long run in theaters. I think there are still some theaters out there showing it, even though it's in like it's on Blu-ray and DVD now. So... You know, well done on that one, sir. Thank you. Um, we all kind of predicted that Justice League was going to come in not as a complete disappointment, but just under Wonder Woman. We we had we all had the opinion that Wonder Woman was going to be the better one, and Justice League would come in after it. Uh, we had quality, quality wise. Yeah. None of us predicted the finances on it, so there's no, no way to say that. I ne- it never um, would have occurred to me that Wonder Woman would have beaten out Justice League financially. I will say this: uh, Derek predicted that Guardians of the Galaxy Two was going to be the best Marvel film this year. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure I said Thor Ragnarok. Gosh, you sure you, might you said you were most excited for Thor Ragnarok oh, okay. based on the director alone. Okay. And that turned out to be I very, said uh, that I was going to have to defend Thor against you two, and I didn't have to because of that. But all of us said that uh, Spider-Man 2 was going to be our in-the-middle one. So if we were ranking them, Spider-Man okay. 2 was in the middle. And that's kind of how it was. Like... It yeah, just, for those who listen, to, it's hard for me to care about Spider-Man anymore. Yeah, that's exactly what you movies. said. So. <laughs> that's exactly what you said one year ago today. I'm consistent. Um, for television shows, none of us got it right on uh, shows that had seasons uh, for... Four more seasons were canceled. You had said Arrow was going to be canceled. You had said Gotham, and I said Once Upon a Time. All three That's of those Ryan, shows. Ryan, Derek, and Ray, in order, for those who are not watching. Sorry about that. All three <laughs> of those shows were got new. renewed, and they they continue today. One of them had good had a good season. I don't know about the other two. I don't watch Once Upon a Time, but. It, it was Arrow, amazing. I can definitively say, at least through the first half, has not had a good season. So. <laughs> well, you, you like where Once Upon a Time has kind of gone with the recast and everything. So. I do. I yeah. think if this works out, they have figured out how to hit the reset button to get to a 50-year franchise like Star Trek and Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if they'll do it, but they have the potential. They have figured out a proper reset button, so... That's a tough thing to do. It works in canon. It's totally possible the doors are open for them. Um, I did, however, get the new show that would be canceled correct. Uh, I said that Powerless was going to be uh, canceled. Yeah, that's sad. I like that show. Yeah. Yeah. Disappointing. 
it just had a rocky first couple of episodes, and sadly, yeah, people didn't stick around, including myself. Now, what's interesting is some of our predictions for 2017 may have been different if we had known certain things. For example, I had no idea the Orville was a thing right. when we made our 2017 predictions. And I love it. I, I want to preface this. I love it. But if I had seen the original promo for it, I probably would have guessed it would be canceled because it's a Fox TV show. Yeah. That's Absolutely. kind of risky. Um, but it's great, and it got renewed for season two, which is cool. But There was a lot of cool stuff that happened this year in media that we didn't think was going to happen. You know, they announced a female doctor. And she, in Doctor Who. She just had her first appearance, and, you know, people already adore her. So that was really cool, pretty groundbreaking in sci-fi itself. Um, we all kind of had our thoughts about... Uh, trying to think on it oh we talked about what things were going to be rebooted this year or uh, announced as a reboot and ryan and i both said that we wanted to hear a masters of the universe Mm -hmm. reboot you wanted live action i said i preferred cartoon kind of got that with a she-ra reboot and he man got a got a uh, release date it did masters of the universe it did so we both kind of got that something 2019 the the movie Yeah. yeah yeah You said Captain Planet. I was wishful thinking. Yeah. (laughs) So was Hemian, honestly. At the the time, Captain Planet had been announced as a movie that Leonardo DiCaprio was going to produce. It has now been scrapped. I know. There's a surprise. (laughs) The weird thing is, if I had guessed Transformers, that would be right, because there's a new Transformers show coming out. It is. That's a total, like, reset on the design. There's a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle show coming out, too. It's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Ben Schwartz from... uh, John Ralphio is going to play Leonardo. Um, the new Transformers looks really cool, and they, they still have a lot of the old voice actors returning from the original animated movie, mm-hmm. and they look like themselves, so it's pretty neat. I, I might actually check that one out. But. Well, you both were correct on biggest box office flop, or just what was going to be a flop that was supposed to be a big box office. You said uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 5. And you said Power Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that distinctly. Yes. And I was very confident. But I still think King Arthur did worse than both of our guests. It probably did, but I don't think it was supposed to be as big of a blockbuster either. That's probably true. Right. It wasn't... It wasn't a franchise film for years, and Power Rangers obviously has a name power. I actually think they were going to try and come up with this whole Britannia uh, universe, but... That fell through. Because, <laughs> I mean, there could be some cool stuff in there. Merlin and Morgan. We can't release and, a movie anymore no. without it being part of a universe. So. Nope, they can't. Even The Mummy showed that. Yeah, well, it got oh, shut down real man. quick. That, that has to be dead. the biggest flop ever. No, I think King Arthur was probably bigger, but that was I don't mean financial. Oh. I mean, like, they <laughs> set out a roadmap. They were like, man, we're doing this movie this year and this movie, and we're getting this star and this star. Yeah, and then. That movie did basically <laughs> kill the plans for, like, five or six other movies. It did, yeah. Where King Arthur probably didn't. Yeah. I'm sure they wanted a sequel, right? That's how movies are made now. But, mm-hmm. you know, The Mummy was supposed to launch a, the Dark Universe, and True. you know, they'll probably have Nothing. to totally reboot that try. So Or just not do it. So it's wishful thinking. <laughs> but, but that was really it. You know, we... That, yeah? That comes... That's a nice wrap-up, I believe. I think we all had some good... So I said the best Marvel movie of the year was going to be Guardians of the too. Galaxy. Now, was that As MCU? a quality... Was it MCU yes, only? Yes, it was. Okay, it so was, it was obviously we all, Thor. 
Uh, we all I predicted we all agree, that we liked yeah, yeah. Logan was going to be awesome. I just uh, want, yeah, I wanted to specify. Yeah, Logan, I think MCU. I had high hopes for too. Yeah, but. we all said that was going to be really good. Personally, I, I would rank Logan above Thor, but they're such different movies. I think that's really it's very hard to compare. Exactly. Yeah. Like I can just sit down and watch Thor Ragnarok. I'm not sure I yeah, can ever I could sit totally through watch Logan it. again. Yeah, but Logan, like I want to watch Logan again, but I have to be in the mood to like go through something pretty harsh. I won't watch right. Logan again. Like, that's one of those movies you go yeah. to see once, it's really good, and you don't watch it again. But Thor, mm-hmm. Ragnarok, like, I could st- kind of step in the middle of Thor while it's on TBS or something and yeah. feel great about the movie. If I ever want to cry in the fetal position from a film, I'll watch Logan again. I want to watch the noir cut. The black I and white know version. you do. I know you so. do, but that might be an endeavor you go through alone. <laughs> I'm just saying. Me and Luna. Okay. We got this. No, Luna will leave, too. She doesn't <laughs> yeah, want to be depressed. true. <laughs> I'll give her a bone. Okay, so let's get into this year's 2018's predictions. We've kind of scaled it back because a lot of us dropped watching some TV shows this year. We didn't pick (laughs) up as many new ones as we usually do. There's been a lot of TV shows out this year, and it's kind of been to pick and choose because you only have so much time. And with with Red Shirts and Runabouts, our Star Trek podcast, I've I've had to make that that Star Trek Discovery a priority Mm -hmm. and... Let's let other things like, slip. There were two new TV shows that you and I made a priority this year, and it was American Gods and Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. We watched it every release day. Now, next year's going to be different. We're going to watch Ash vs. Evil Dead probably every time it comes out. We're well, gonna... that's February, so. It's true. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I mean, American Gods was a bit of a surprise for me. It was much better than I anticipated, just from a production quality standpoint. I'm incredibly disappointed that it's October. And it's supposed to release in April, and we've seen nothing from season two yet. And to hear that Fuller dropped out, yeah, I, like, I would it's, imagine it's going to get the Discovery treatment and it's going to get pushed. I'm okay if it gets pushed. I'm going to be really upset if it just gets dropped altogether. I think the first season was too successful for stars to drop it, or Showtime. I, I Showtime. Uh, no, it stars. Yeah, but uh, I think it'll probably get pushed to the fall as I get a new showrunner. So. Fair enough. Okay, so let's start with what we think is going to be the highest grossing. This is always a little easier for us to figure out because it's pretty much a... This one I feel like is kind of simple. I, I only feel like it, it could be one of what two we do, films. We're doing highest grossing film. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like we're I don't think there's even the two answer. films that are possible. I think I think there's there's one. If this one wasn't coming out, there's another one that would be the highest grossing film. But I don't think there's going to be competition. No, I mean it's Infinity War, yeah, right? For sure. Like I mean, by a long shot, yeah. because the only Star Wars movie is Han Solo. And... I don't think Solo will do it. That yeah. wasn't it. I think that it could possibly be Fantastic Beasts. Oh no! It's for me. It was uh, Harry Jurassic Potter World destroys. Yeah, but Fantastic Beasts one did not do anywhere near as well as a movie like an Avengers. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was my vote for the second highest. Oh, that's movie a good because point. The original Jurassic World made way more movie, way more money than they thought it would, and I think that one's going to be. It's a good point. Big. They got Jeff Goldblum coming back. I didn't like Jurassic World, but I think that movie's wow. going to make a lot of money. I mean, Fur- Furious 7 was terrible and made a billion yeah, dollars. So, right. <laughs> you know, uh, we're not talking quality. Right. Right. Uh, but that's a good one. I think, I think that's, that's the good. only one that, it's not going to compete with Infinity War, but I think if Infinity War wasn't coming out, Jurassic World would be the clear... Uh, I mean, they are far enough pick. apart I guess... that maybe people will just see both and they'll both make a fortune. That's true. You know? Yeah. I guess, you know, we could go that Infinity War... Is the obvious title. And then we can fight over second place between Solo, Fantastic Beasts, and Jurassic World. I, I think, think Jurassic even close. World. Yeah, I think Jurassic okay. World. For me, I, I mean, Fantastic Beasts didn't make that much money That's compared e- to even Jurassic, if Jurassic World. Jurassic World 
dropped like 30% from the first movie to the second movie. They still do more than Fantastic Beasts. still Beast do more than Fantastic Beasts. I'm so. not just going off of the first one. I'm going off of the hype built for the second one. Is the there hype for the second one? Yeah, the inclusion of Dumbledore. I've seen a couple of nuts. articles about sexy Dumbledore, and that's there's the only the, thing I've seen. I also think that there's a good number of people who are upset about Johnny Depp staying I agree. as Grindelwald. And it's a, it's a little interesting for me because you kind of have a villain playing a villain for a change instead of an actor I love playing a villain. <laughs> right? It's like, just cast Mel Gibson and everything. Like like Tom Hiddleston. We all love Tom Hiddleston. But he's a really nice guy but, in real life, it seems exactly. like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You know, but he plays a really good Loki that, yeah. I, that we all enjoy. But Loki so. isn't a, a, you know, out-and-out bad guy either. He's, you know. <laughs> Depends on the day. It's right. my Nino, you know. He's <laughs> right. back and forth. Okay, so let's do something a little bit more fun this time. Let's do uh, what you guys think will be the best animated film. This is more of a quality, but if you also have grossing, that's fine too. No, I went off quality on this one. Um, I said Wreck-It Ralph too. Oh, I actually... Ralph breaks the internet. Okay. Did you have the same one? Uh, Ralph? No, yeah. I didn't. Well, I, I put two options for everything in case one of you guys said it so that I would have... But Wreck-It Ralph wasn't either of my two options. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm listening. Um, I'm having trouble picking which one I want to go with, to be honest with you. I'm not a big Wes Anderson fan, but I think Isle of Dogs is probably going to be the best animated. Uh, I have no idea what okay, you're talking so about. So it, it's not like, it's, uh, it's a ba- basically, I wrote the synopsis down because I've seen the trailer and it looked interesting to me. I'm just not that big of a fan, a fan of Wes Anderson. Sure. Basically it's, it says, uh, set in a dystopian future Japan in which dogs have been quarantined on the remote. Uh, island due to a canine flu isle of dogs follows five local dogs um fed up with their isolated existence until a boy named atari kobayashi ventures to the island to search for his dog spots atari receives their help and they will protect him from the japanese authorities who have come to retrieve him well there's a movie everyone's gonna cry in (laughs) Um, well i think wes anderson movies are pretty traditionally regarded as really high quality and and, and good movies wes anderson fans are very loyal and cultish this movie if you ever watched the trailer if i didn't tell you who directed it you would instantly know like it's so very wes anderson and i did not know about this movie Mm mm-hmm you're probably right. It may fit <laughs> under the uh, under the radar gems quality That's, category that you may have. I don't know. You should watch the trailer if you like Wes Anderson films. I did like the one with Bill Murray. What's the one where he's like a boat captain? Steve. Oh, Life Aquatic. Is this, yeah. 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 Aquatic. I did like yeah, that one, but most I, of us The cinematography films. on that one was fascinating. And I like Bill Murray, which kind of pulled me through it. Sure. Yeah. I didn't particularly like what Wes Anderson was doing with the whole thing. No. Just his style is not really something I enjoy, but... Well, that's really cool. Ray, what about yours? Incredibles 2. Yeah, that was my other one. So, that's a movie that if I had to say, like, what am I most excited for as far as animated movies, that's my number one I'm most excited for. Okay. I'm not sure they'll be able to pull off what 10 years of anticipation has basically built up for people. Um, the movie you're saying it's going to be Duke Nukem Forever in the movie form no it's not going to be bad like that but I'm thinking it's going to be more like Finding Dory that's bothersome where it's not bad that was like a it's cash a, it's grab a, it's just a watching it I was like that was a toy and that well, was a toy I don't mean and that was that created way. for a toy I, I mean in the way that it's just nothing really exciting and new and it's just something that's safe and familiar that won't make it bad. It'll make it a perfectly fine children's movie, which is, at the end of the day, what animated films are really supposed to be from Pixar, right? But um, that's, you know, I just think that having it be directly after the first one, ignoring the video game sequel that they've already done, is a mistake. 
having not aged up any of the kids at all is a bit of a mistake. Um, I would rather have seen something in the future or a prequel than something five seconds later. So I'm going to disagree with you on that just because before this movie was even announced, um, they there was I was I don't know how I got sucked into this wormhole, but I was watching interviews with the guy that directed the original Incredibles and some of the people from Pixar. And he said they were. They asked him about the potential of a sequel for Incredibles, and he said he would not do a sequel until he found a story that was right. Because the char- he thought that movie was so special in everything that it did that it was going to be incredibly difficult to uh, to, to make something that lives up to the standards. And I think that he they, that's probably true. And they wouldn't they wouldn't be doing it if. Well, I agree with that sentiment, right? I mean, it is one of my favorite movies of all time. It is one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. I love the Incredibles. So I hope I'm wrong, and I hope it's absolutely amazing. You hope that in a year that Rachel's right. going to tell you that Ryan and, and yeah. I were right, and you were wrong. Yeah. Okay. I have a few fair things enough. on here where I hope I'm wrong, but I'm going with my gut. And okay. I hope I'm wrong, because That's I fair. want The Incredibles 2 to be one of the best movies of the year, hands down. So Okay, so there are, um, I believe, ten superhero films coming out. In 2018, I believe if I counted that correctly, based on stuff already announced, um, what do you guys think is going to be the worst superhero movie? Yes, Venom. That's what I picked too. So I'm not convinced Venom will come out in 2018. Yeah. So I went with uh, the Phoenix, saga. the Dark Phoenix. The Dark oh, Phoenix. is that coming out? Yeah, yeah. in November. Uh, so I'm. You're going, probably I'm right. I didn't realize that was coming out this year. <laughs> Although I, my other movie that I had for that one is an interesting pick for that, too, for worst superhero movie. So Even if Venom does come out, I don't think it's going to be as much of a train wreck because I think it'll be a much smaller story than the Dark Phoenix saga. so Or X-Men Dark Phoenix, whatever they're calling it. It's probably true. Um, it's hard for me to pick any of the MCU films this year because I'm really hyped about all three of them. Uh, yeah, I don't think any of the three MCU movies are going to be the worst. Yeah, yeah they're going to be. I mean, Black Panther and Ant Man and the Wasp, I think, will probably end up being pretty good. I and even so if Infinity too. War is a mess, it'll still be an entertainment delight to yeah. watch. Absolutely. Right? That, so, <laughs> so it's hard for me to say that. Um, DC is so back and forth with me. Like every single movie I watch from them, with the exception of Wonder Woman, has been a hot mess. I find things that I absolutely adore, and find things that I really wish they would have cut, or that any director could have done differently, and maybe it would have improved upon. So, Aquaman at this point makes me really nervous. I actually had Aquaman as my second pick, other than Venom, but I changed it at the last minute because I have a lot of faith in the director. See, I like um, the director, I and think Jason he'll Momoa do okay. really. Is embracing the role, so I'm mm-hmm. hoping. I mean, yeah. that this one it's probably wrong, but just like I did with Justice League, like I'm just putting faith into the great void out there to please give us something. Well, good. I don't yeah. think I don't think Aquaman will be the best or the worst of the no, but movies yeah, I don't have it on either of those lists. I think it'll be good. I don't think it'll be terrible, but I don't think it's gonna be amazing. I think it's a difficult thing to pull off. But if you look at the X Men movies as a whole, I mean, most of them are not that great. No, you're totally right. No, I, I, I absolutely agree with your pick. Yeah. I think that, although we, Venom, I still think, will be a contender for that title. And that's fair. I mean, if we, it comes we, out. we know so little about it other than it's Tom Hardy. Yeah. And if that's all we know, well, Tom Hardy's a pretty great actor. Mm-hmm. So if that's the only information we have to go off of, it's hard for me to think that it's going to be bad. I think it could be postponed. I think that's likely. You mean like that Channing Tatum Gambit movie? <laughs> exactly like that, yeah. Hey, that's coming out, okay? <laughs> In his basement. Yeah. Um, 
But, like, New Mutants is so much of a departure, like Logan was. Mm-hmm. I think New Mutants will probably end up being pretty damn good. Yeah. My other pick that I had down on this one was Deadpool 2. Yeah, I tossed around the idea of picking that one. I don't think it'll be worse than Phoenix. But I think <laughs> it, has, it has a potential to be... I mean, the first one was so well-loved. But I have a feeling that, like, all the Deadpool fanboys and girls out there will flock to it and they will love it no matter what. Look, it'll make money. Yeah. Right? There's no question it'll make a lot of money. I um, believe that I personally will enjoy the movie more than Dark Phoenix. So just oh yeah, sitting there watching it, like, I don't care if it's an hour and a half of dick and fart jokes. Like, I think I'll probably enjoy it more than the well, Dark Phoenix. Well, I've ceased Phoenix. to look forward to any X-Men movies now. Uh, right? Like, so. that's so I am looking disappointing. forward to New Mutants. So hope New Mutants is different. I, mean, I hope I'm, I'm not setting myself up for failure. I'm talking about, like, the X-Men so, named yeah. movies. I, I'm with you there, because, I mean, Apocalypse... I mean, the reason why that, I'm so. looking forward to New Mutants is probably because The Gifted is so good. That's fair. Um, but I, I will say, as far as Deadpool goes, like, I, I don't expect Deadpool 2 to be bad. But I expect it to look not not very good by comparison to the first one. Because no. I felt like, and it's a, so it's a super cliche statement, but it was kind of like that perfect storm, lightning in a bottle BS, right? Where it was the right thing at the right time with the right people, yeah. and they they made something special. And replicating that is not an easy. Well, task. I think I think that my thing about it is that it's a, the first one was a very simple, cut and dry superhero movie. You had a bad guy. You had a good guy, and they fought. This one, you have, like, time traveling and, like, somebody's Cyclops' son and, like, all, you know, like, it's just this random group of stu- things, or grandson or whatever it is. It, it could you know, become complicated. It's, there's a lot of stuff that they're trying to do with a cable storyline in there that could mm-hmm. really make it a huge mess. Uh, I'm sure there will be a million Terminator jokes in it, which I'm okay with. All right, real quick, though. Will there be a Hugh Jackman cameo? A real one? No. Not his picture in a magazine? No. I... Well, if there is, it's not going to be as Wolverine. It's going to no. be Hugh Jackman. Just Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I think there's going to be a Hugh Jackman cameo. Not Wolverine, but Hugh Jackman. I would love it. Totally <laughs> Play himself. Would. Yeah, I just totally Hugh Jackman. I would. Maybe, like, maybe something like really silly, like him, like, perf- like practicing to perform like some musical or something See, like I'm actually that, hoping you know? that it gets really meta and there ends up being a Cal Penn reference to Van Wilder days. Like, oh, man. Just... I wasn't even thinking that was in there. Yeah. That'd be great. But no, I, I see, I'm predict. this is my little weird prediction. I predict okay. a Hugh Jackman cameo in Deadpool 2. Okay, so what do you guys think will be the best superhero film this year? Best quality-wise? Yeah. Black Panther. Same. I had that one and I had Incredibles 2. I have a lot of faith in the in the people that said I, they wouldn't dude, do it unless right, it was I hope unless right. it was right. And I'm putting faith in that, which is probably a mistake. But no. So let's talk about Black Panther. Why do you guys think that quality wise, it's going to be the best and even better than Infinity War? Just your own opinions. I think that Marvel Studios has gotten very good at their solo films when they have one tone, one style to focus on. They pull it off really, really well. That and seems to be the case for the last like four or five of them. They they're kind of on a hot streak. They 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 brought Chadwick Boseman into Civil War. He's one of the best parts of the movie, if not the best part of the movie, hands down. Right, um, and like that, that's his introduction, and it was pretty phenomenal. So to be able to see all of that, to see you know his his backstory, his family, what he has to go through, him kind of being that king. 
is really different for the MCU. Kind of like, I mean, Ragnarok was very different for the MCU. And I think that's a good thing. When they stretch, when they have to do something different, they tend to pull it off really well. Mm-hmm. And so I have a lot of faith that they're going to do that. They're, they've got they've got a lot of really good actors in this movie. I mean, Mike, Michael B. Jordan alone is one of my favorite uh, younger actors, newer actors. And I mean, if you haven't seen Creed, like go see Creed. Um, it's funny you say that because the reason why I'm excited about it is not not only because of the actors, because they have a lot of talent there, but also in Ryan Coogler, the director of it, he also directed Creed. He did, and I right, thought that right. he did. Um, I thought that when I saw Creed, I was very impressed with the cinematography. It wasn't, like, on a scale of, like, um, Star Wars. I mean, one thing I'll say about Last Jedi was the cinematography was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Um, But but it had its own, like, more intimate cinematography that was really beautiful. The way the fights were filmed, um, just some of the random shots were really well done, and I was very impressed. And a lot of times when I go to see a movie from a director that I don't know... Um, or that's new, to, fairly new to the scene, and I see stuff like that. I really take notice, and I really did with him, and um, so I'm really excited with something that's as beautiful as Wakanda, and just the you know kind of culture and everything with with what's going on in the Black Panther world. Um, I that that's what makes me really excited. And like you said, the actors, obviously Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan, uh, and um, the one from The Walking Dead. Um, uh, the woman who Michonne. plays Michonne, Denai yeah. Guerrero. Denai Guerrero, yeah. Um, <coughs> she's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Lupita Nyong'o, Angela uh, Bassett. Oh, yeah. It's like... Jeez, I forgot they were... Gonna, yeah, I mean, there's I mean, so many incredible. big names. I mean, it's incredible. And, I mean, you do have Andy Serkis, who is... And Martin yeah. Freeman. Oh, yeah, right, and Martin Freeman. So, I mean, you just... You have some really great actors across the board. Um, they did not that, hold back with casting. It looks beautiful here's what i absolutely adore it's a whole new color palette the first few movies are very um i want to say they all share the same color palette which is ridiculous because you know thor iron man and captain they all look very different they all have different color themes and stuff but this all the posters have been like blue and gold very royal and everything it just feels like there's a completely different filter over the camera so well, ragnarok did the same thing exactly it had, it had like greens colors, and orange and, and you know it, yeah i think marvel studios learned from phase two you know they learned that keeping your directors on a tight leash does not provide their best work you know, no, I mean they were too concerned with continuity in the world, and 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 you know have kind of left that not terrible. You know, it's still there's still continuity, obviously, but course, they're letting yeah, yeah. people do their own things now. And well, they created some controversy. You have people who left during phase two because of bad juju with the production. Edgar Wright, like one of my favorite Natalie directors, Portman refused to co- to come back for the third. Thor because like she said she didn't even want to make a cameo because she was like working for Marvel was ridiculous yeah it would have been complicated to shoehorn her in there anyway I will say that with what the final product is I completely agree but starting out with like she's an Oscar winning actress you know oh yeah yeah I I think she's great Um, in fact I'm really excited for Annihilation which is uh, her lead uh, she's the lead sci-fi movie sci-fi. I am really worried about Black Panther from a marketing perspective. Because Infinity War might be taking it over. They're already marketing Infinity War instead of Black Panther. I don't mean more than. I mean instead of. When we saw The Last Jedi, we got an Infinity War trailer, not not a Black Black Panther Panther. trailer. And 
Lucasfilm is owned by Disney. Show us both. But we're talking you know? about best superhero film, not highest grossing. So you're I think- right. I just, I, I just, as a side note, I'm worried that a lot of people are going to miss it. Well, there's some things that are also that are on their Marvel side with that. Like there was a video of some young black males uh, reacting to a yeah to side. a poster, and that went viral. You know, they're like, this must be how white people feel all the time and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And there was a lot of controversy. People were like, why does it have to be about white people? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Because it is. Like, this is going to be the yeah. first time little black children have, like, four or five action figures to choose from from the exact same movie that look just like them. And that's special. That's cool. You can't really, you can buy viral marketing. But that was not, that was just a genuine viral video and, yeah, you know, stuff great. like that I think will help. It's like all the photos it's of the sure. little girls looking up a Gal Gadot. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's stuff like that. Of course. Yeah. Right? But at the same time, I don't want Marvel to rely on that. No. You know what I mean? We should have seen a Black Panther trailer at The Last Jedi. We should have. I think Black Panther is obviously going to make a ton of money at the box office. It's Marvel. It's got that name attached to it. And everything with Marvel from here on out will make a ton of money based on that name alone. But but define a ton of money, though. Well, here's my thing. First of all, I'm really bad at numbers, so I can't do that. But it's going to be more like Wonder Woman. Black Panther will have a slower burn. Infinity War is going to be like this big old firework. Like, we're going to see it in theaters, and everybody's sure. going to see it that weekend, and it'll sell out. But And maybe it'll have, like, a really good three solid weeks, but it'll have a hard drop-off because summer is right around the corner. But Black Panther has not a lot to compete with until Infinity War comes out, so maybe it has, like, two solid months in theaters. Well, okay, so... That's all I'm saying. It does come out mid-February, which is not a good time for movies to come out in Deadpool general. has Deadpool did it. Kingsman did it. You're right. There are two examples of movies that performed well in the in months the of January same, and February. <laughs> in the same genre. They both but came they were, out mid-February around Valentine's Day. But they Day. were both unique R-rated films that were shock surprises at the money that they made. So what I'm worried here is that Marvel is relying too much on their street cred for a movie that will probably be their best movie of the year from a quality perspective. And March is stacked. It's true. March has March A Wrinkle in Time, Pacific Rim. Uh, there's two other movies that are coming out that I'm drawing a blank on. There are four weeks in a row of new releases in March. That's so fair. Black Panther gets two, maybe three weeks by itself. Okay. We should move on because we've okay. got like half the list yet. Sorry. Um, what do you think is going to bomb the biggest... Not in comparison to Infinity War. It doesn't need to lose that much money, but just, like, compared to what it's... Han Solo. I think that has the most potential. and Or I, Solo, a Star I, Wars story. The, I'm only going to agree with that because of the huge, ridiculous amount of backlash for The Last Jedi. Like, 13,000 fans asking it to be removed from canon. Like... Pull your pants up, you whiny baby. So I didn't have I I did have that, but I had an alternate also because I figured one of you guys would say that. Um, so I picked uh, Ocean's Eight, um, basically because of the release date. When's it coming out? Uh, it's coming out two weeks after Han Solo, one week after Deadpool, one week before Incredibles two, and two weeks before Jurassic World. That's, That's awful. It's got like the worst possible release date, and I, and everybody's going to blame it on women leads and all this stuff. But it's just got That's a really a bad, bad release date because yeah, you don't so. see it opening weekend. You're taking your kids to see Incredibles, yeah. and then if you then the week after that, you're taking everyone to see Jurassic World. Well, and you're so. still going to have Deadpool and Han Solo in theaters. So, what are the chances anybody's going to go see? 
Well, that maybe movie. Ocean's Eight ends up being Baby Driver or it's possible. Atomic Blonde. I'm not saying it's not going to be bad or it's yeah. going to be bad or anything. Obviously, I'm just saying that you know that, but, but that's what a, I can help for. But from a a social perspective, it's going to get a lot more heat than Atomic Blonde or Baby Driver would have or did. Absolutely, because of it's, what it is, it's going to be. Sadly, it's going to be under similar scrutiny as Ghostbusters, and I don't think it deserves it. But it well, well it hasn't funny. had a like horrible trailer. That, no, uh, like, and people aren't saying that it ruined their childhood. Yeah, it's got a killer cast. They got a lot of really strong actors, um, but that is rough timing. I, I don't know. I, I, I guess it depends on what would be considered a bomb for that. Because for Star Wars, if Star Wars, op- if, if Han Solo opens up to like Justice League numbers, that's a bomb. Yeah. Right. But if Ocean's Eight opens up to twenty million to 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 Justice League numbers, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. Right. But so, obviously, Ocean's Eight is not going to open up. Justice no, I know. League but you get my point, though, right? right. So, like, you know, it depends on the film. I, I'm thinking like Cam- oh, Camelot. Is that the one that came out this year? Or King Arthur. Yeah. I yeah. think it's going to be like that. Probably. It's just Ugh. there's nothing because I mean you're still going to have Deadpool in theaters, and even if it's bad, you're still going to have all the people that didn't yeah. get to see it that first weekend going to see it. Yeah. You well, know. I had another one too. I had the Nutcracker down. So, Disney made a Nutcracker movie without <laughs> telling anybody. It's live action starring Kira Knightley and Morgan Freeman. And you take those two cool things away from it, it looks like an Alice in Wonderland film, which mm. looks completely disappointing. Now, I have high hopes because it's, like, one of my favorite fairy tales, if not my favorite fairy tale. So, I've, I've been dying to see a live action Nutcracker that's not just a recording of the ballet but it's called the nutcracker and the four realms like clearly they're trying to build a franchise here and not just do one really awesome movie and clearly they're trying to make it gritty and dark and still that tim burton whimsy and i just think people are tired of that i'm tired of that i wanted to see this film in the standard beautiful Disney animation style, but they're they're screwing it up for me. So I don't think even in November it's gonna make back what it costs. I mean that's a little crazy. Like it, it seems weird that Disney would feel feel the need to keep shoehorning in new content. I mean they're putting out all the live action princess movies. Mulan comes out this year, you know, and they've got all the Marvel stuff, all the Star Wars stuff, all the Pixar stuff. They're trying to buy the 20th Century Fox. Like, do they really need to shoehorn in the Nutcracker? Which is why I thought add it to your animated stuff. If you're just going to keep making live action animated, add it to your animated. I mean, I don't. I, I think you make a good point that it's just totally unnecessary. I, I don't know. What why did be- they hide it? Well, I don't know if they hit it as much as they just have better movies to focus on. That's my same concern with Black Panthers. They, it's not that they are trying to hide Black Panther. It's that they really need Infinity War okay. to make a billion dollars. So here's my <laughs> thing. A Wrinkle in Time, the book came out in the early 2000s, and they have marketed that better and bigger. That is a bigger risk to me. It's, it's, it's a bigger a, cast. It's a small book. The Nutcracker has been around for hundreds of years as a story. Like, people are familiar with it. You guys have seen some sort of version of it at some point. Whereas, maybe they I was think in you, it. Maybe they were just. Were you really? Who'd you play? 
I don't even remember. I, it's been you so long. The no, I wasn't the Nutcracker. I wasn't that good. <laughs> That's awesome. Gosh, maybe it's been so long. I was third grade. I don't even remember. If maybe any coochers are watching, I need to see this. I don't know if there's video. Maybe my Maybe they're banking on what you're saying, though, that people will just see that there's a poster for the Nutcracker and then just by default take their families to see the Nutcracker around Christmas. Mm, all right. Maybe that's the plan, right? If it's opening around Thanksgiving, right? Take the family to go see the Nutcracker. It's the Nutcracker. This is right? one of those films where, like, I have the lowest expectations and the highest hopes. Like, I feel like I'm going to pay my money for it and I'm going to walk out sad. Well, I mean, maybe... What would be a bomb for it, I think, is the real question. Well, a bomb for anything is if you don't make back what costs, right? Like, well, I mean, that's a flop, but a bomb, I would think, would be about the same thing as a flop, really. I, I mean, it depends on the film, you know? Um, low-budget films, you know, making their budget I back. I a low-budget is... film. What? Nutcracker, I don't think it's going to be a low-budget film. Definitely not. Low-budget, maybe, compared to some other well, Disney no, movies. If you only have two big-name actors in it versus A Wrinkle in Time that has, like, six, you know. Okay. That one wasn't even on my radar. I oh, I'm very there. excited for A Wrinkle in Time. No, not in A Wrinkle in Time. I'm oh. talking about the Nutcracker. nutcracker sorry. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's talk a little bit about TV. TV shows that you think are going to be renewed. Maybe there are surprises that you think are just a shoehorn at this point. Or uh, new TV shows that just came out this past uh, spring or fall. So. I think that uh, I think that Black Lightning, which comes out here in a couple of weeks, will get a season two pretty quickly. I think so too. That was on my list. I had uh, not any new shows really. I guess The Orville has already been announced. I didn't realize it had, but yeah. um, so that one I had on there. I said any of the non-Arrow CW shows are probably going to get renewed. And uh, Rick and Morty season four will be, probably be announced but not released. It's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, so the Orville would have been a guest for mine, but they they gave it a season two pretty early on before it's. Uh, I must have missed that before it's mid uh, before it's uh, Thanksgiving break. They yeah. did that. Um, I also put down the gifted. I the season finale is occurring in like the next two weeks. I ended up only watching the pilot, and I. I think both Nothing the Gifted and the Runaways are going to get. Renewed. I haven't watched the Runaways. It's on my Hulu list, but there's too many shows. Yeah, yeah. I do think Ash vs. Evil Dead will get another season. Probably. I don't know. Maybe with all the drama of the showrunners and stuff like that that happened in season two, it really depends on how well this season does. You're totally right. But I with mean, the renewed interest from it being on Netflix, will not hurt anything. I agree with that for sure. I, I just I think that it's too popular. It sells very well on Blu-ray. They got the streaming rights on Netflix, which was a big deal. It saw surges in Star subscriptions, which is really the whole point of them having shows, mm-hmm. right? And so they'll probably try and time it to be opposite um, American Gods to keep people subscribed for larger chunks of the year. So I, I definitely expect another season. It'll probably be a year, but I expect by the by the end by the finale they'll have announced season four. Okay. I hope so. so. All right, so TV shows you think will be canceled? They can either be new ones that have just been announced. Arrow, Arrow. we were wrong last year. They won't let it die. But I think there's only it's only a matter of time. I don't think the Elicity shippers are are keeping it alive. (laughs) CW does not cancel their shows as soon as they should. Otherwise, we wouldn't have eighteen 
thousand seasons of Supernatural. Well, it's still the number one rated show, though. So, uh, like, to be fair, like, I wouldn't cancel Supernatural either. If more people watch that than any other show on my network, why am I canceling it? <laughs> but I personally think that it won't be canceled, but Stephen Amell will walk away this season. I, I think he'll I mean, be done, so. and maybe he comes back for, like, Flash cameos or something like that, but I, I think he will walk away. Yeah, he and seems like lately, if you look at his social media posts and stuff, he, mm-hmm. I feel like he's not pushing the show as he much as he did, out. and just, yeah. No, I agree, I agree with you guys for sure. And with the addition of Black Lightning, with the success of Supergirl on the CW, the Flash is still as popular as ever. Legends of Tomorrow got a little bit of an upswing even this season. It's been decent this season. Yeah, Have so, you guys watched it? A uh, little bit, not yeah, much. Yeah, a couple it's been, episodes. It's been a lot yeah. better than I'd it was last it. season, mm-hmm. I think. So you, you have four shows. And they he only need name drops Batman this year on purpose. That was his push. So I think maybe he was like trying well, to hint. Bruce Wayne. Yeah, right. Yeah. There you go. I think he was trying to hint at a replacement for his character. Oh, well, you know, I, look, you know, you guys know me. I'm a DC guy. We're, we're not going to have a regular Batman show on the CW. It's not. Well, we have Gotham, and I think that's about as close as we're going to yeah. get. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also had um, Inhumans. It's pretty much already been canceled, so that yeah. wasn't like a big venture. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think, will finally... Uh, yeah. I love the show, but I think it, that there's been too much pressure to by the network to shut down the show, and too much Disney going, no, you're keeping it alive! Yeah. Uh, which is a shame, because it's been really good, but uh, I think that finally they'll have to succumb to the pressure. Um, Once Upon a Time, I think it's going to be canceled. They had really disappointing numbers on they their did. mid-season finale. Um, it's got a really low score on Rotten Tomatoes currently. Yeah. Mostly from, I mean, critics usually just review the first couple episodes after the embargo, and then that's it. But fans can go back and back and back, and, you know, their score is pretty low. So if the cultish fans of that show don't keep it, then I, yeah, it's done. I also had Star Trek Discovery. Maybe it's already been it was already for season two. Yeah. I, I, all, that was purely based on, um, like, the people that I've talked to that watched the first episode on TV and were really excited to watch more of it and then realized they had to buy a subscription package to do it. So, so. so I mean, there's a good number of those people, don't get me wrong, but they actually beat expected numbers on subscriptions for CBS All Access. Um, well, that's nice. And so, because young Sheldon wasn't going to do it. <laughs> it, so it was it was already renewed. It was renewed before the mid season break, uh, but they basically said don't expect it until twenty nineteen. That's fair. So, um, so it's going to be a little while, and then they'll but... push it back three, four more times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows, right? But uh, but it did get officially renewed. We didn't talk about Netflix shows at all. Uh, no. Uh, Jessica Jones season two, I think, comes out it does. this year, and mm-hmm. so does uh, uh, season two of Luke Cage. I don't think either of those will be canceled. I think if no. one of them was going to be canceled, like if they were going to not renew for another season, then it would be uh, Luke Cage, probably. But I think at this point they just like merge each other into the shows. <laughs> well, they need to do that with Iron Fist and Luke Cage anyway. Absolutely. We've been all well, saying that Iron Fist is supposed to be in most of Luke Cage season. I've two. heard that, which hopefully. Yeah. And, uh, so Bruce Wayne twenty five in chat uh, is saying that he he does. He had heard that Iron Fist Season 2 was going to happen. He's okay yes. with that if they changed a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, they hired but, a female right now, and they're... They're not changing the main actor, which no, is no, one no, of the no. things he mentioned. But they did change the showrunner. Yeah, and that's which a is big good, deal. Because that showrunner has killed a lot of shows. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a big deal, because I, I don't necessarily know that... Um, 
that he that the actor uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now Finn Jones thank you was the problem well there was yeah, part of the problem with him was that he was given two weeks of tra- martial arts training right. yeah. before the artist started and filming that's not enough to make a believable best martial artist that's in, not, in Marvel but that's Comics. not Finn's fault no right none of so, that is Finn's fault yeah you change the showrunner you allow him time to, to train and practice and get to where he needs to be, which he probably will be in by the time, you know, with Iron Fist or uh, Luke Cage Season 2 and being in that, I imagine will be a better version of Iron Fist. The choreography was also terrible in Iron yeah. Fist, which should have been, it wouldn't Daredevil. It should have Daredevil's been the best great. show. Daredevil's great, and Iron Fist should have been at the very least on that level, or more, because it's a martial arts character, you know what I mean? I mean, you're totally right. I don't know how much of that is hindered by Finn Jones' lack It's of not. Experience. Well, yeah, some of it, they were trying to hide you know, that. Yeah. The best ones were with the, the woman, Colleen yeah, Wing. Colleen Wing. Colleen yeah. Wing. Yeah. She was the best part. Hers, I want to see Colleen Wing yeah. season two. Yeah. Like, that's what I want to see. Or Daughters of the Dragon, yeah. right? That'd be cool. Well, just like I want to see Heroes for Hire, not Luke Cage season two. Right. I want well, them. Does it, does it matter what it's called? Yes. Does it? Because I think that is unique. I think that changes things. I think that is brand new for television. That's something that. American Horror Story is trying to do. Every year, come up with the same thing. But they end up telling the same story in just different scenarios every year. Which is why I dropped that show. But this, changing the name of the show changes the tone of it. If you have Luke Cage, you have this badass from Harlem, and he's like the people's hero, and that's great. You have Heroes for Hire, you all of a sudden have like this buddy cop film. and. Like, in which those characters were, their chemistry was some of the best in Defenders. So. I agree, but don't forget this. People really, the, Iron Fist was not received well. So calling it Heroes for Hire immediately tells everybody that he's in that almost 50% of the time. Well. Right? So that's a risky move. If you call it Luke Cage. Or if you call it Iron Fist Season 2, which is also confirmed. Like, I don't understand what the difference is. Like, well, but that's, well. It's, it's a little different because... It would be an up uh, an up vote for uh, Iron Fist and a down vote for Luke Cage, basically, is how I look at it. Like, I, they would be I meeting in the middle. So, but instead, they get the best of both worlds. They get the up vote from Luke Cage, and they get to show everybody that Iron Fist is better than he looked in the first season, and then people will go see season two of Iron Fist. Mm. Possibly. I, I hope so. This time last year, I would have told you that I wanted them to merge the Netflix with the MCU, and now I don't want that. I I don't I mean, want to merge there together. No, so that we see the defenders in like Infinity War. Oh, like I kind of like to see like Daredevil in Infinity War. He's been an Avenger. Yeah, and I, think I wouldn't Iron mind Fist Jessica too, Jones showing up. Yeah. Here in the background. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think it would fit in, but like just the fanboy in me just kind of wants like a shout out. Like it shows all there's, the Avengers fighting in space and then it shows these guys like on the streets getting people to safety. There's so many characters. Yeah. yeah no, I'm not. It. I'm just saying the fanboy in me yeah. wants that, you know? I, I'm not sure there's a place for it because I feel like the level of destruction is. I'm agreeing too, with you. I'm high. saying I don't I don't think it should happen, but the fanboy in me wants to. No, wants I, it to I, I know. I'm trying um, to talk to the fanboy. <laughs> the fanboy isn't listening. <laughs> Netflix shows that are. I, I think are going to get renewed. I think Glow will have a season oh, already two. Confirmed, yeah, oh, they're already did. filming it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. That show did really well. Surprisingly fun. What's um, the one with the zombie uh, Santa Clarita diet? I hope that yeah. one gets a season two. I have to check that out. It was that's pretty good. Yeah. It was hilarious. Um, but Netflix has always been very quick to renew their shows. They're fast with it, you know. So like, you know, well, Bright is already getting a sequel. Yeah. Uh, it's because know. you know you can tell based on how many people watch it in the first day versus you know you have to wait a few weeks for episodes. So uh, you're right. I mean, Hulu. Um, 
uh, Handmaid's Tale got renewed pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And I heard Future Man was really good. I haven't watched it yet. I've been meaning to check that out, too. But that... They marketed it originally as like this sci-fi dystopian drama, and now it it looks like a it looks totally different. Comedy. That's not the vibe I got. Yeah, I got yeah. comedy. Yeah, again, like it, sometimes companies aren't great at pitching shows, and they end up being very different from what they are. Yeah. You know, I always use Chuck as my example. So, uh, I also I had one more show that I think is going to be canceled. I don't think it's going to go over well. And um, that's Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams on Amazon. Didn't uh, know that was a thing. <laughs> you did. We had a whole conversation. You were so excited. Um, I it's basically adapting his short stories in like this. Uh, uh, oh God, Twilight Zone kind of show where each episode Anthology. is a different story. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that's going to hit the right crowd at the right time. Um, if Blade Runner had done so much more financially at the box office, maybe it would have, but it's it's on a weird network. Amazon shows are m- much less watched than Hulu and Netflix, so I just don't think it's going to really take off. You're probably right. I haven't heard anything about it, so I don't really have any any good input on that one. Uh, biggest surprises, good or bad? So I think a good surprise is going to be the movie Alita. I think stole so too. Mine, son of a gun. Did I really? <laughs> that's actually like, that one. Like, any good surprises are basically going to be the same as the under the radar film gems. So yeah, I have an alternate for that one. But yeah, that's I fair. think Alita is going to be really good. The the names. Um, Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez is a huge director. Um, there's a lot of people saying it's going to flop because it had a $200 million budget, which is huge for a movie like this. Yeah. That is huge. And Robert Rodriguez has never directed a movie with that big of a budget. I didn't know it had that. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't look like it had that large of a budget. I, I mean, the, the CG animation looks is great. Incredible. Yeah. yeah, but I guess I'm not sure exactly where... That's a lot of money. Like, well, from yeah. perspective, Aquaman and Suicide Squad got $165 apiece. BVS and Civil War got two. They are set in a dystopian so. future where they have to like build these crazy sets. Alita and has costumes and stuff. an incredible following, and I didn't know about it until that first trailer dropped. And now, like, I I see all these Alita fans coming out of the woodworks, and they're like, "No, I love this thing since I was a small child." And I'm like, "All right, I'm not any of those things." Me I either. saw the trailer and awesome. kind of fell in love with it. Yeah, like people yeah. like the weird big eyes freaking out. I'm like, "No, that is really it cool. Yes, great." It really looks great. I've just two hundred million is a lot. Like if you if you take Robert Downey Jr.'s paycheck out of it, Silver War was a two hundred million dollar film. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's a you know what I mean. So Marvel's pouring that kind of money into their ensemble films. Yeah, so that's a lot of money. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to argue that it won't flop because it possibly could. I just really want it to be a good movie. I feel like the trailer had a lot of heart in it. Yes, physically and. All, all, you know, emotional heart. She look literally at, hands the guy his heart. Look at Robert heart. Rodriguez's filmography. That man does not direct things for a paycheck. Otherwise, he would have taken up project after project. After no, but project. he's had a lot of like he does what he not wants. money making movies and Absolutely. and a lot of money making. Like he's had him on both ends of the spectrum, so he, it could really go either way. I see Alita being really good. But also not making very much money because people don't know what it is. I'm worried people are going to think it's like Ghost in the Shell and just yeah, and not go see it. It looks really good, though. I have a really good feeling about that movie. I'm really excited about it. And it was I hadn't even heard of it until that first trailer dropped and I saw it on Reddit. Yeah, it was totally on the top of Reddit. Part. I was like, what? The movie looks so cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm pumped for that. And all the different robots look really great. Like all the CG, even in the even in the trailer, which is usually worse CG than what's in it's the a movie. Good point. I didn't see any bad CG at all in that yeah, trailer. Good point. 
And people argue about the eyes and whatever. That's kind of a personal. Like I get it. That could really bother it's bother some people. Character. Yeah, it's part of like that's what she's supposed to. Look well, the like, uncanny so. valley is they're using it as a tool. Right. Yeah. Like it's, she's not supposed to look real. That's the whole point. And yeah, yeah I think if people don't, that's my. Like, it looks like my kind of sci-fi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm psyched. I, I want to. I definitely that. agree with you on that. Um, I think Tomb Raider is going to be better than what people are saying. I think people... Tomb Raider, that's one of the other March movies. Yeah, I think uh, people want to be just prematurely disappointed in it because, I mean, let's face it, the Angelina Jolie movies existed to see Angelina Jolie in that outfit and pretty that much. alone. The stories were pretty much nothing. But this one, the woman went through all kinds of training. She did her own stunts. She made sure that she had a hand in the writing. Like... It, she's also a, an Academy Award winner. Right. So I really feel like this is going to be one of the better video game movies if there is such a thing. Hey, Doom was really good. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, totally. like that, you like that first person action oh, yeah. scene. I loved it as a kid. Now looking at it. Like, a kid? Well, teenager. We were not kids. Okay, I say kid because I want to be forgiven a little bit for thinking that was cool. Um, I also think Ready Player One, no matter what it does, it's going to surprise me. Oh, if, that's the other... If it ends in right? March. Oh, March. That's like four big March movies. I'm going to be surprised if it's a good movie because of what it is. I'm going to be surprised <coughs> if it does poorly at the box office because of Spielberg and the amount of money attached and to the, it. And all the names, you know, well, uh, yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. all the pop culture references in yeah. it. You're a lot harder on the story than I am. Oh, uh, well, it's a crap story. Ernest Klein is not a good writer. Okay, well. um, He, look, if a woman would have written this, it would have gotten the same crap as Stephanie Meyer's for Twilight. That book is a dude's Twilight. Look, it's I, I've never read I'm Twilight, sorry. and I don't think you have either. I have not. Okay. So, we don't know that that's true, number one. Number two. Are you going to make me read Twilight yeah. to eat my words? Yeah, like, is I, that... am, I am. Okay. Because, look, look, a lot of the problems with Twilight weren't the books, it was the movies. Like, no. I just didn't read them because I wasn't interested in reading them. Like, I didn't hate the books. Then I saw the trailers for the movies, and that I hate. Okay? <laughs> Vampires sparkling in the sunlight, BS. Okay? No. But Ready Player One's a very different thing. It's a video game 80s nostalgia story. That's what it is. So if you're going into it wanting more than that, then you're just fooling yourself. But that's my thing. Um, this is why I draw the comparison to Twilight. This is why I'm saying this, because Twilight relied on horror and romance to create a false narrative. There were poorly underdeveloped characters. There was just a lot of shock and pictures and shiny things to get you distracted. Shiny vampires. Literally shiny things. And that's what I feel like this is. I feel like it's a poorly written story with a lot of nostalgia added on top of it to make you think it's good. I truly believe that shoehorning in Tracer and Chun-Li and all these characters in the background, Freddy Krueger will make people see it, even though it's probably, it's not a good story. Well, look, look, look. They're they're not shoehorning in those characters, they're just going to be avatars of the Oasis players. So, that. which is pretty but accurate. But that's the thing, though. That's the way it would be if we all. There is VR that, chat. Like, there's a game called VR Chat, and you get to pick an avatar, and literally you can be almost anything. And there's people running around as like anime maids, and like people would do that. Like that, the that's, Grinch. And, I think like, that that's realistic versus like 
a teenage girl running off with sparkling vampires like, I, isn't a story I'm interested in, okay? And that's my point. That's why I said it's the dude Twilight. I, I don't think it's the dude Twilight. I think it's the <sighs> gamer and 80s pop culture reference movie. Like, it's not... I think, like, you, I think my you're being a little sexist by saying that women Whoa. aren't going to be into the movie. Well, I didn't say that women aren't going to be into it. I'm saying that Twilight usually gets lumped into only girls like this. And I'm saying that this book, the book, I can't say the movie, this book is having the same effect on men, because I posted about this a while ago, and I got my ass chewed out for having this opinion. I guess when we were listening to the audiobook, you you pretended to enjoy it a lot more than you did. I was also on my phone a lot. All right. Okay. I'll read by myself then. What else we got? Um, I had Han Solo as bad, which isn't really a big surprise. No, nah. but that was the only other surprise I had, really. Fair enough. I went out on the limb and said Deadpool too as my bad surprise. It might be, yeah. So under the radar, gems. What what other movies coming out this year? Do you guys want to talk about? Is there anything from like a quality standpoint that you're looking forward to that just didn't fall under these categories? The, the three movies that I think people will probably skip, but they shouldn't, are they're all sci-fi fantasy stuff, but it's uh, Annihilation, Alita, and Mortal Engines. And I, Mortal Eng- Engines is my under-the-radar, other than Alita. That looks so good. I think all three of those will end up being pretty decent movies that most people will skip. I worry a little bit about uh, Mortal <coughs> Engines. It's Peter Jackson mm-hmm. produced... Right, not, not directed. Not directed. And a lot of people are confused about that. The director is a first-time director. Yeah. Um, but the last time Peter Jackson directed stuff, we got the Hobbit movies. So right. I'm not saying it would be better if Peter Jackson directed it, but what I'm saying is you've got a director that we don't really know anything about. He hasn't right. done any Hollywood movies. It's like with Nine. All they did was it, just was, shove Tim Burton's yeah, name in front of it. not good. Um, I hated that movie. Yeah, I didn't I, either. I didn't like it either. I didn't. I was in the minority. I got my ass chewed out for that one, too. The story about uh, of Mortal Engines, the, the synopsis, is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think it has a really good premise, but I'm just worried because, you know, Peter Jackson, it, all he is is a producer, but they're really marketing it with his name all over it. Yeah, I mean, that's not uncommon for It's films. not. When you've got, you know, But can Sn- you name Snyder a lot of good or... films that, that, ha- that they do that with? Um... I mean, Spielberg has his name on stuff all the time. Yeah, but are they good? I mean, that's that, I, I, that's my point. I mean, on the spot, I can't think real right now about something he like Spielberg produced but didn't direct. Uh, I guess Ridley Scott for Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which bombed, but it wasn't a bad movie. People just didn't go see it. That's the difference. I'm Maybe. saying like quality was up there. Blade Runner twenty forty nine is a very well made movie. It might be a little long, but it's not terrible. It's not bad. But they were pushing the Ridley Scott aspect of it. That's the first example that comes to mind. Yeah. You know, I know that there's others that they've done with, you know, um, oh my God, what, what's his name? Uh, Christopher Nolan, right? His name goes on a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. that he doesn't actually direct. Yeah. Well, I mean, you Michael know. Bay's name was all over the Turtles movies, and he didn't direct either of those, so it happened. And they were bad. <laughs> and he's terrible. And they were bad. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, people hey, I liked the bad big boys, name. okay? People and bad boys the big, yeah. and Armageddon. And Armageddon. I actually liked Armageddon. No, I Steve Buscemi. Like, what happened to Michael Bay? Guys? Money, money happened. No, yeah, he got a bigger budget, more mm-hmm. explosions. If he had been given a bigger budget for Bad Boys, think of all the explosions that would have like, been in that. Bad Boys Two has a lot That's of true. explosions. Good point. That was the start of his downfall, I think. Transformers Two. 
Ford gave him vote. all of those recalled vehicles for free, like 150 vehicles, and he didn't have anything better to do than just blow them up. Well, sure. Come they're recalled. They're unsafe. To be fair, if somebody gave me like $200 million and a bunch of vehicles, I'd be like, sure, let's we'll blow them up. Set them on fire. I mean, to be fair, the Wachowski... Tropic Thunder this. Yes. The Wachowski's destroyed dozens of cars in... The, was I mean, the second one that had the The Wachowskis yeah. also destroyed like Speed Racers, so That's a and weird Matrix. movie. The Speed Racer movie is a weird freaking movie if you haven't seen it. Anything else that you guys are looking forward to that we haven't really talked about? Looking forward to? Yeah, I mean uh, Under the Radar is a little specific. Like, I am I mean, re- I'm looking forward to Aquaman. We didn't really talk about it, yeah. right. but it's not, it's not at the top or the bottom of any of my things because Same. You know, DC movies are just so unpredictable at this point. It's very tough to predict. It it doesn't fit into any of these categories because I don't think they're going to be the best. I don't think they're going to be the worst. I think I'm going to really enjoy them because they appeal to me. And that's two Disney films, A Wrinkle in Time and Mary Poppins Returns. Ant-Man and the Wasp. We didn't really talk yeah, about but I, I really mean, loved Ant-Man. I thought it got a lot of crap. It, for... like a superhero rom-com makes me very happy. With Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's great. I, I mean, that's all of... he did in the 90s. I mean, him and Chris Evans. Like, I would love to have a Chris Evans Marvel rom-com, too. But uh, those are the only two that I can really think that I would really love to see it in a rom-com. You know? Yeah, so. I agree. I am very excited for Pacific Rim 2. Yeah, I'm excited yes. for that uh, also. It yeah, looks fun. I know it's just giant robots basically doing Rock'em Sock'em with, with giant monsters. That's great. Yeah. Go, just go enjoy the movie. Uh, so I'm really excited for that. And I'm also... Um, uh, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to the live-action Mulan. I'm nervous because all we have now is one actress. We don't have a director. We have more information about the Aladdin one that comes out in 2019. So. We have as much information for that as we do for Venom. Yeah. So that's that's the that's only true. thing that makes me nervous. Now, Disney... And they may- come out really close to each other. <laughs> and Venom has a bigger name actor as the... Well, uh, that's, yeah. Disney makes things happen, and Fox and Sony don't. So, you know, I'm not too worried. I'm but. not comparing, obviously. There, there is also the new Predator movie, which... Just just on a 80s action movie fanboy I'm kind of excited about. No beefy Adrian Brody, no care. Yeah. Bring in that back. <laughs> Throwback to episode like the worst 70. Of, the worst of the, the Predator movies. That's not true. The Alien vs. Predator. not the worst. Have you seen all the Predator movies? No, no. I've seen She's that seen one. one. Okay, so you have no idea. I've seen Predators. It cannot be the worst. It was like an okay film. It can't be the worst. You're right. Alien vs. Predator Requiem was worse. I believe that. That's it the only one. Awful. The first Alien vs. Predator and both of the other two Predator movies were better. Including the one with Danny Glover, which Including is saying the one with Danny Glover. The end of that movie is great. Ugh. Come on, when he brings the Predator onto the spaceship and they no. all... Oh, come on. Please don't remind me. Screw on you. On the spaceship. Whatever, man. I'm also going to go out on a limb and say that if you haven't signed up yet, that this year is a really good year to sign up for Movie Pass because... Because there's a lot of movies coming out that I would probably not want to spend $10 on, but I'm interested in seeing. So I'll be able to go do that for basically free for I would a lot agree of months. With that. So especially I, February, March. Look at all the movies well, coming out there. I missed too much in 2017 not to do that. Like, I yeah. didn't get to see The Big Sick or um, 
uh, Valerian, and I know that's not terrible looking back, but at the time I really wanted to see it. And, and I still think you should see it. Like, yeah. it wasn't that great, but there was some pretty cool visuals and, like, ideas that's there cool. that are really disappointing. And we all talked them, about being sexually attracted to that uh, alien that just walks out and, like, stretches. We were all like... Um, I'm pretty sure I didn't say <laughs> no, that. No, no, no. I, I know Derek did. I asked you both. I was like, Which is, part? is that really hot or is that just me? And you were both like, no, that's hot. I'm <laughs> was I? Yes. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. The alien Valerian, Valerian who like, just walks out and like oh yeah stretches. yeah yeah sorry yeah I, I missed that I was like um, yeah that's hot right <laughs> I mean the, as far as the movie passing goes I have on my list thirty potential like theater C movies thirty in twenty how much would, how much money would you be spending on tickets for those thirty movies somewhere between ten and fifteen a piece so with yeah. movie pass for you those that don't know you're spending ten dollars a month. And we're not sponsored by Movie Pass, no, we're not. by the way. I just want to point we're that movie, out. We're movie We're not fans. sponsored by anything. We make nothing. Please sign up for Patreon. Well, we're sponsored by whoever has an ad for us through Blog Talk Radio. There you oh, go. that's nice. So if there was an ad that you heard before or at the end of this podcast, we would like to thank those sponsors, whoever they happen to be. My point so. in bringing that up was, yes, we're not sponsored, but we are movie fans. Yes. And we are not rich. <laughs> so if we if you have Movie Pass, you can literally spend $120 for the year and see all three of those movies. And then more if you want, because you can literally see one movie a day with Movie Pass. That's yeah, the yeah. whole point of it. I mean, you're totally right. Mar- March is a really great example because there are five movies in a row that release all five weekends in March. And how many of those movies are you really worried about getting spoiled if you don't go see it uh, opening night? Probably two. Yeah. I mean, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that means that those other movies, you can go not during non-peak times on a weekend and not worry about seating, really, because there's probably not going to be that many people there. And Just do it. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. do it. And you're paying $10 for the month. You know? Yeah, no, I, to- I totally get you. We talked a little bit earlier about it. But yeah, I mean, 30 movies. I saw 25 in theaters in 2017. I so, didn't keep track because I don't care. But I, I have a long-running note on Facebook that I started in 2013. So... I play around with it. Yeah. yeah. Every time I get a notification that you edit it, I just don't go look at it. Do you get a notification for that? Yeah, because yes. I'm subscribed to you. Yeah, same here. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I'm subscribed to you, so I get a notification for anything you I, do. I didn't know that an edit on a note provided yep. a notification. It does. I'll be more careful. Yep. It says Derek added to a note or something like sorry. that. Sometimes yeah. it's like incredibly minor, because I yeah. didn't know anyone got You literally added a period or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I briefly, like, oh, that one shouldn't be underlined. Like, I, I didn't realize you guys yeah, not, got for notifications that. for that. That. No, Sorry. it's fine. All right, well. All right, I think that wraps up our 2018 predictions, and um, we'll see you next year when I am the one who's forced to re-listen to this podcast. To future Rachel, who's listening to this. Hi. Hi. I'm still alive. I'm not a robot. What's it like in 2019? Yeah. What the heck? Do I have my hoverboard? <laughs> no. Is Star Trek Discovery really coming back for season No. <laughs> Coming um, back for season three. No, season two will be 2019. It was a joke. Oh. Okay. That it had already been renewed. Oh, yeah, you got gotcha. it. Okay, got it. Um, now, this is this is our first episode of 2019. Our 100th episode is coming up, guys, which is really exciting. So I hope you'll at least tune in for episode 100. Uh, we've got lots of cool stuff going on right now. Ray and Jeremy of the Saturday Morning Tooncast are doing a special limited series every Sunday, rewatching the entire MCU. They started last week. On December 31st, 2017, with Iron Man, and uh, this Sunday will be The Incredible Hulk. Uh, I'm guesting on The Incredible Hulk episode. And then there's that other one that you got in an email attachment, right? I did. I'm not sure about, but I guess we'll... Well, just so people know, they should be checking out the uh, heroespodcast.com and at heroespodcast 
on Facebook and Twitter on Friday for something very special. Yeah. Well, I'm not looking forward to it, so you definitely shouldn't tune in. So next week's a fun episode. Tune in. Kevin Feige uh, announced that they want to do 20 more MCU films, but completely deviating from the Avengers list. So next week, we're going to figure out what those 20 films might be. We'll have a guest on. You'll find out who it is next week. When you started that sentence with Kevin Feige is coming on the show. Yeah. Finally. We made it. (laughs) Maybe we'll be gamer heroes in terms of listener power. Hear that, John? Nope. I don't think John listens to this show. That's why we're he losing. He doesn't listen to his own show either, so. But why would you? I don't listen to, to my I like emotions. hearing my voice. Uh, you would. Mm. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in. Buster Props, Siren Ray, the Star Trek dude. And we are Heroes Podcast Network. We All are. Right. At Heroes Podcast. Go find us. Give us a review on iTunes. Thanks, everybody. We will catch you next week. This licensed music, we're gonna have to cut that. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.